inspiration with your hosts and teachers, Audley McLean and Elgin Kerlock. Now, let's hear from Audley and Elgin. Oh, how wonderful the privilege we have today. Elgin and I are here to provoke your minds to thoughtfulness one more time. In these words of inspiration, we trust that you will take the meat of it and make something divinely precious for your life. We don't matter, but our Savior does. We were talking the last several days, Elgin, about taking up our cross and following Jesus and about not leaning on our own understanding. Today, I'd like to share with our folks the words of, that preceded this way of the cross in chapters 8 of Mark and go to verse 31 and 32, 33. Would you share that with us, please? And it reads, He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get thee behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. The thought that comes to my mind as you read that is that the hymn writer wrote, Must I be carried to the skies with flowery beds of ease by others? I don't remember the old word, but to bear the cross? Uh, no, 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 no. You and I are part of this. And so living for Jesus is tantamount to dying to the world. And that's not easy to embrace. And if you look at it from the disciples and Peter's point of view, the things that he knew and the things that he had seen, he didn't want to release. He didn't understand the bigger picture of God's will and was trying to cling to the things that was temporal and not eternal. And he was a disciple. Uh, you know, let me suggest to you that there are people who will enter or have entered your life who will essentially say, yeah, that's okay, Elgin, that's okay, Elgin, but you don't have to go so far. It's imperative that you go so far, all the way with Jesus. So today, somebody listening wants to know what to expect if they go further. There will be people in your life who liked you the way you were. Before you gave your life to Christ, mm -hmm. the things that they used to do with you, the things that, that you agreed with that no longer apply to your life, they will have feelings about and may even not want to associate with you anymore. Or try to set you up in a trap. And I'm saying that because it happened to me as a young Christian. I was with a group of guys and girls who didn't see this religious stuff. And when I made my commitment to Christ... They said, man, your life is done. And they tried to set me up. And tried to persuade you to, to change because it's no fun. 
it's no fun. Yeah. Oh, my friend, living for Jesus is no fun. It's joy, unspeakable, yes. and full of glory. Yes. Begin your life with God. Or return to the cross if you've walked away. And then see you at the same time next week. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. Now I'm coming home. Words of Inspiration with Audley McLean is a ministry of Harvest International. You may write to Audley at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478.